connecting, growing, and gaining opportunities together. Welcome to the Travel Hub Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Travel Hub Podcast. I'm Michelle Bouchard, your host for today's show. In this episode, we are releasing a conversation we had with our Tribal Value Partners, Buyer's Edge Platform, and Dominic Fertucci, the Director of Food and Beverage at Eagle Mountain Casino in Porterville, California. During this discussion, the group looks at what is trending within the tribal casino food industry, and the Buyer's Edge Platform shares exclusive purchasing solutions to aid operators in finding the best solutions for optimal cost management. The group will give you actionable solutions for savings in both food and non-food spend. Take a listen. All right. We, I think, are going to get things rolling here. So, again, welcome to our webinar today, uh, Food Service Purchasing Trends and Solutions for the Tribal Casino Operator with um, our partner, Buyer's Edge Platform and Eagle Mountain Casino. So with that, I'd like to introduce our friends at Buyer's Edge Platform. Um, Santiago Arango is the Senior Director of Business Development, and Jason Greenwald is the Account Executive, both at Buyer's Edge Platform, and they will be speaking from um, the Buyer's Edge side today. And then we also have on Dominic, Dominic Vertucci, the F&B Director at Eagle Mountain Casino. So he's going to also um, be part of the presentation and give us some um, tips that he's been able to use through working with Buyer's Edge. Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate it. So hello, everybody. Uh, first and foremost, thank you to Tribal Value for, for giving us the opportunity here to talk to you all and share some, some industry trends and present some solutions to a, a changing food service landscape that we're all realizing is, is taking into effect. Um, I'll just set a little agenda here and some expectations on what the discussion is going to be all about. Uh, we'll be sharing some, some information and trends that we're noticing in the food service uh, operate, operations across the country from one of our, our large manufacturer partners and give you some numbers that you can maybe digest and take back to your team that we've gathered in terms of market intelligence. Uh, we'll also hear from a peer, uh, Dominic Bertucci. Uh, thank you for joining us here. And he's a director of food and beverage at Eagle Mountain Casino. And he'll talk to us a little bit about just the changing landscape that he's seen over the past year and just how a GPO has helped him navigate some of these things and some tips on how to utilize the program uh, for, for his benefit. My colleague, Jason Greenwalt, uh, he'll, he'll lead that discussion with Dominic and also walk through some, some challenges and some solutions that we're presenting uh, our casino operators across uh, the country. So before we get into the food and beverage trends and, and solutions in our, in our live discussion with Dominic, I do want to talk about a few things we are seeing across the country, uh, supply chain wise. Uh, you know, our, our industry is in a state of recovery. Uh, I'll go as far as saying that I think we're, we're starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel, uh, but obviously there's no way to make up for the lost revenues during uh, 2020 and during the peak of the pandemic. Uh, but what we are seeing is, is opening, uh, the opening of businesses across the countries and some more relaxed mandates statewide. Uh, so that will increase foot traffic at a lot of uh, our, our operators' uh, facilities and hopefully we can rebound revenue-wise uh, and get us closer to those pre-COVID numbers where you know, actually our industry was booming right up until the pandemic. Um, but I'm sure we're all excited to get more people into the facilities and back in a safe way so we can work towards that recovery, but it will create some challenges on, on a food and beverage uh, in, a, in a non-food and beverage logistical perspective. Uh, one thing I do want to bring up is with the country opening up 
so quickly, it's putting a lot of stress in the distribution network across the country as it relates to the food side of the business and on the non-food side of the business. Big distributors on the food space are, are going to quickly uh, need to bring products to ensure they can provide for the demand that's coming uh, from all the operators across the country that are now opening up to uh, more capacity and having more people stay at their facilities and eat at their facilities. Uh, so during the pandemic, there was a lot of consolidation in the industry from a manufacturer and distributor standpoint. Manufacturers began to reduce the number of SKUs or items they were producing, and distributors began to carry less products in their warehouse. And, and what does this mean? Uh, well, it means you may not be able to find those same items that you were buying pre-pandemic as your operation begins to open back up. And we've all felt the, the pain point of placing an order online with one of our partner distributors and having a different product show up at our dock. You know, these substitution items are one of the biggest pain points out there and, and have some ramification when it comes to the quality of food that's being served at the facilities um, and also how the culinary team at these uh, casinos, you know, create their dishes and create their, uh, their recipes. And one way we can help um, before we get into the detail on some of the, the trends here on the menus uh, is, you know, we can help identify those opportunity items for uh, you guys out there. You know, say you want to place an order, but that item isn't in stock with the distributor. Well, we have uh, data files with uh, hundreds of, casino, uh, of distributors across the country, and we'll be able to suggest some alternative items across these categories that you can take advantage of and benefit from our contracted pricing and rebates on the back end. So we're here to help with this logistical and supply chain uh, disruption that we're going to see during the initial phases of uh, the country opening back up and, and getting more people in all of our facilities. And the slide here we have on the screen, just some information on what are some planned menu changes from our casino operators across the country? Uh, we're noticing that uh, there's a shift from the traditional buffet style uh, method of, of serving food and transitioning more towards the cafe model, the restaurant model within uh, the casinos and using that space up to have more of an individualistic restaurant uh, perspective. Uh, so, you know, we are seeing that close that closure of the buffet style. They are trying to understand and 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 hear what the operators uh, from the guest perspective are, are looking for, and they still want that buffet style. And one thing they're still doing is uh, maybe closing down the buffet area, but having unlimited servings from the menu being served to the to the guests. So uh, it's a reduction of overall SKUs that we're being seen that, that we've been seeing across the casinos, and the overall number of items being bought are are going down. Uh, so more a shift more as well to the convenience based products versus high end products. People want more grab and go items, uh, items that don't don't take too much uh, complicated uh, production to produce. Uh, and also we're seeing a, an increase in trends on the mobile ordering. Uh, that's uh, a big thing. So table service ordering and having the food come rather than having the traditional server come out and take your order. Uh, so all these shifts, uh, what was bought previously, in some cases we're seeing new costs in, in new areas. And we'll get into just how we can offset some of those costs for you as, as partners uh, here at the Buyer's Edge platform. Uh, so if we can go to the next slide, please. 
so a couple things that we're looking at in terms of trends from the consumer perspective. Uh, as you can see, price is, is in the forefront of what uh, these guests are looking for when they're going into the facilities. Uh, so keeping the price point low is, is key for these consumers. And uh, our casino partners have to be conscious about that when they're going and buying product from their distributor partners, uh, making sure that uh, they're buying items that either have a manufacturer contract price tag to it or rebate in the back end. That's one way they could ultimately see uh, the food costs being reduced and, and continue to provide affordable menu uh, options for, for their guests staying at the, at the facilities. Uh, the grab and go trend, as I mentioned, is continuing to uh, increase out there nationwide. Uh, so, you know, the, the shift to convenience-based products are going to be key for casinos that are opening back up, uh, but not at the but not at the jeopardy of the quality and the freshness of the item. So finding that right balance of, of products that can be created at the facility that aren't your traditional packaged goods, maybe they're, they're packaged goods that are produced by the culinary team at the facility, but put in a, in a to-go uh, bag or in a to-go uh, box. That's one way these casinos are, are able to overcome you know, the challenge of operators wanting to have convenience-based products. Uh, also food that travels well. We're, we're seeing a lot of guests at these properties taking the food back to their room, you know, having a lunch break, you know, relaxing a little bit, and then getting back to what they're doing out at the casino. Uh, so having food that travels well and it's portable is key. Um, and as you can see here, numerous other factors that uh, are, are contributing to the consumer side of things that uh, casino partners need to be conscious of as they're developing their menus and as they're opening back up to, to full capacity on their end. Green packaging is going to be key as well. Uh, we've seen an increase in the costs of to-go items, uh, obviously, and you know, one way to offset those costs is by having some manufacturer contracts and having some green products as well so that guests feel like they're not uh, killing the planet as they're, they're, they're doing these to-go orders and continuing to uh, order from the casino restaurant side things. So, so green items are going to be a key thing and the type of packaging is going to be something that uh, our casino operators are going to be looking for solutions for. So uh, these are just some, some trends that we've identified across the industry from our partners that um, is able to gather some market intelligence and hopefully you can take away some, some insights here and uh, take it back to the facility. Um, so I'll transition here to uh, Jason and uh, he'll talk with Dominic a little bit about you know his operation, how he's seen things and just how he's utilized the GPO to, to better increase the, the profitability and reduce the costs of his operation. Dominic, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. If you just want to just give us a brief overview of you know, how you came to get on our program and, and your experience with, with our GPO program? Okay, uh, I've been in the business probably going on about 30 years. I started, uh, most of my career has been in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I started off as a food and beverage controller and then went into purchasing and then into food and beverage. But for some reason, I, I, I've never heard of a GPO till about five years ago when I came up here to the Tribal Casino. I had a company called Alliance come up and, and uh, Buyer's Eds happens to own Alliance, but they came up and knocked on my door and wanted to get involved. And I and I really didn't understand it. And I really didn't understand it to Bob Foley came came a trip all the way from back east just to see me, he said, which I kind of believed, which was pretty impressive. Then he talked and he told me all about it. And once I really understood about a GPO and what it does for you, what a tremendous deal, and I'm so sorry that I've missed it over these years. 
one of the first things that it did was we had economics lab in here for our washware system and we were paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars for chemicals when they came in and we installed the system i saved thousands just on just on chemicals alone but not only there throughout the entire food and beverage system um it was a tremendous savings they have uh, reports that i get that tell me information i'm very very happy with it we are getting ready to go into a brand new casino we're going to build a brand new casino we're going to put the, the shovel in the ground as a matter of fact in the beginning of april here we should be ready in about a year and a half we'll have a beverage operation then and i'm kind of excited to get involved with buyer's edge beverage operation because they uh they have some deals with beverage so and i'm just excited about the whole buying program because they have everything they're, they're other, other than food and paper goods they're very diversified for us to get involved with so i'm i'm, I'm excited about that uh just a couple of things because i heard some stuff i just want to say a couple of things with purveyors what happened with the close down which was roughly in march for everybody in the country Big besides us who got uh, stuck with a lot of produce, and now I'm talking, you know, maybe four or five thousand dollars worth of produce and dairy. Cisco's and big companies like that got stuck tremendously. I don't know how much, but it was probably quite a lot. So therefore, they're being very careful as of now, which is almost a year away, that they don't order too much product. And that's one of the reasons when you try to get product from them, they're a little short because they're a little gun shy. Uh, maybe they're afraid that uh, the country may shut down again or an operation may shut down again. But I, I, I don't know. But I, I uh, the salesman, I talk to him and I, you know, I say, please, you know, hopefully we're, we're going to the positive side. Try to have as much as you can for us. Um, one of the big things is plastic, the plastic gloves. I just got a report from Buyer's Edge. Plastic gloves went up 325%. That's, I, I wish I was in that business, you know, that's crazy. So some of those increases are, are, are insane. We had a buffet here and we closed it down. And what we decided was for the new property, we're not gonna put in a buffet. Buffets are probably what I feel, you know, what I feel and coming from Las Vegas, which is big business. I think buffets are the way of the past because unfortunately, People can grab stuff, the kids come up and touch stuff, and I don't think people want that anymore. So I think the buffets of the world uh, are not gonna be anymore. And what they're turning the, the bigger buffets in, in Vegas into is these big food halls. In other words, they're taking the whole surrounding area and putting different food operations around where you can go to a barbecue, a hamburger, a Chinese, and then sit down in a general area. So those are some of the directions that everything's going and that I know of. So like Santiago had discussed earlier, the trend is that hotel properties, casinos, resorts are focusing on changing and optimizing their menus, minimizing those menus, focusing on their top selling items, uh, the most profitable items. Uh, you may have seen this when you go out to eat at different restaurants, um, a lot smaller menu. They're just streamlining the SKUs like, like Santiago had said, just minimizing finding those common items that they have across multiple outlets in their casinos or their resorts. And you might have like four different um, types of bacon pre-COVID. And now they're minimizing it to just one type of bacon to just focus on that one area, paring it down, you know, giving that control to pricing that monitoring that, that one item. As also as uh, 
Santiago had hit on. There's a lot of customers that just wanted to get food, grab it and go with that certain sense of safety. So they, the grab and go trend went up a lot. So depending on your market, you may be in a different, everybody's market is different. So depending on your market, you might want to build that up or you may have already built up that model. You can do that creating small menu items, fresh items packaged daily. Uh, there's a myriad of ready to eat products already um, provided by different uh, manufacturers. Tyson, for example, has a great platform to support that need that you have, those solutions of products that you need for your property. There was a shift from wanting to sit down at a restaurant, going to mobile ordering and takeout. So that required a significant increase into go containers and packaging. Because of that, there's starting to be shortages, like Santiago had said, in certain desired packaging, the, pro the plastic products. So solutions here should be to look at broadly at all the options that you have. Many operators were looking at green options, uh, but once COVID hit, you know, the focus, that focus took a back burner to simply focus on what was needed at the time. So now might be the time that we can look at that and those brands of greenware, uh, plant fiber blend containers, they might be more readily available and still what customers want to see. So if you're finding issues with procuring certain items or spikes in cost in certain areas, you can reach out to us. We have a number of providers and partners that can provide different solutions. So with everything that we've gone over, there's costs that are likely rising in previous areas that were uh, in control, but now aren't. Kind of like when COVID hit and everybody was trying to get uh, cleaning supplies, gloves, PPE and all that. And everybody was trying to find that and it was getting shortages and costs were spiking. Uh, like Dominic said, you know, we went up 325% on nitrile glove. So now as times are shifting to where everybody's trying to reopen again, then there's going to be certain items that are going to shift in that area as well. So you may look at, you know, which areas we need to be flexible. Where are we going to have to pivot and, and maneuver and find different options? So we got to play with different products, different solutions. Sometimes that can just feel out of control because we don't know where the market is going or what those options are. That's where a GPO like Buyer's Edge platform can come in, to, in handy and help you out in finding out what are those options that we can look at. So you can find a GPO like us that is flexible to fit your specific needs because what is necessary in uh, California, Washington might not be the same as Texas, Florida, Oklahoma. It, it depends on your market. Your mark, Everybody's market is different. So you need to find that flexible platform that you can work with. So we can see that many operations are shifting. This is what Dominic even alluded to from a buffet model to a food hall or a food court, you know, where everybody can just find what they want to eat, go sit down and everybody is the same feel kind of of a buffet, but yet you don't have that waste or spoilage from a buffet model. Um, your costs are easier to control. There's a multiple uh, multitude of options to choose from. So with that, there's also, uh, you know, multiple operators out there that are shifting from that buffet model to the food court or food hall um, model. And so then we're needing to find them furniture, fixtures, equipment, operating supplies and equipment. So there's that non-food element that we can help you out with. 
maybe you need um, ice machines or soda machines or whatever it is on the backside to support your operation. So GPOs like us that have diversified portfolios, contracts on both products and services on non-food items, as well as food items can help you save as you're converting over. So we have DirecTV, uh, Restaurant Technologies Incorporated, RTI, Staples, ChefWorks, CentOS, Granger, Edward Don. I mean, there's hundreds, hundreds of suppliers that we work with. So now could be the time where you can reach out and find those ways to reduce those costs and increase your profitability. So I'll jump in. I'll jump in here, Jason, um, yeah. just to add a bit more color con- commentary on the last slide. There's something that's exciting about what we do here at the Buyer's Edge platform. Uh, historically, the group purchasing uh, industry has really originated from the healthcare side of, of things. Uh, a lot of big hospitals coming together and, and needing some deals on the products they're buying for their large cafeterias. And what we've put together at the platform is uh, a book of business and a book of deals that are very complementary towards the culinary style of operator, uh, where we have over 165,000 items under contract and over 350 manufacturer programs. And a lot of these programs are very tailored to the culinary operation, the restaurant side of things, the hotel restaurants. So we're able to hit on a lot of the items you're currently buying today and offer that contracted pricing and the rebate on the back end for you. And we do it without mandating or having any compliance thresholds either, which is pretty unique as well. So uh, very easy to work with us here at the Buyer's Edge platform. We we have uh, your best interest in mind. Uh, we're very service oriented and um, ultimately would, would welcome the opportunity to maybe do a, a one month audit or one month analysis to see how much we can save you guys. So feel free to reach out to myself and Jason. Uh, we're your Buyer's Edge platform team here and we'll be happy to show and share with you uh, what the steps are to do that type of analysis. Guys, I do have a couple of questions if you wanted to take some of those. Um, one of the questions is actually for Dominic. Are On your new facility, are you bringing in chains or are you operating the different options you have in the new casino for your food court? Right. I, we're we're going to have three restaurants. Like I said, we're not going to have a buffet. So basically, it's going to be a diner, coffee shop, a steakhouse, and some type of sports bar. Then we will have a little fast food operation area, and we haven't decided if we want to run it ourselves or bring somebody else in. The tough thing about run, because we run five fast food operations here, and the tough thing about it is it's hard to control and run it because you're not that agency. You're not a subway that gets stuff at even greater prices that we can get from you guys and everybody else. They just have a great system being a franchise. So it's hard. I'd rather bring in a fan franchise with a name than try and do something ourselves. But we may do that. Um, and then I got a question about understanding how a GPO can save uh, time and labor when trying to um, bring this option to man- management. Well, the, the, the GPO, when it, when it came in here, I mean, besides dropping prices tremendously, every quarter I was getting a nice check. And with the new system that they just brought up with the, when you went into Buyer's Edge, we're going to get even more money. So it's a substantial amount of money every year that we get, plus the savings on all the items that I buy from the different outlets. And, and, and to build on that, there's a lot of purchasing departments that are short on staff because of what's gone on with the with the pandemic. 
And so they're trying to do the same or more amount of work with less people so they can reach out to us and use our resources to do that research on pricing and getting quotes on things that they need and not have to waste that time and focus on what's important in their daily operations. Mm-hmm. That's that's the truth because you've got prices with like Cisco that are bottom line. They're not going to get any lower. So we don't have to shop against uh, U.S. foods or anybody else. I mean, we could if we wanted to, but why? We've already got the best prices out there. I think I think there's one question here in the chat from Joel Taylor towards Dominic. And I think uh, I'll read the question out here to you, Dominic. It's uh, how well does the buyer's edge GPO platform integrate with eTech inventory management system? I guess it was the, the system that you mentioned earlier. Well, we don't have eTech here. We may get it in the new property, but I'm sure there's going to be no problem. It, uh, it it basically comes from the purveyor you buy from. Those prices are already set by you guys. That was you guys go through a bunch of work with the different purveyors, whatever purveyor is in your area, which happens to be the big purveyor here is Cisco. You guys did all the work already and got them online for their prices. So when we went out and brought their prices in, it was already set up. So in that system that she's talking about, which we're going to put into the new property, the price is already instilled. You don't have to do anything. It's already, you've done all the work for us. Yep. And I'll add some more commentary to that. Um, Normally with these inventory management systems, ordering systems, there's a punch out to the distributor website that uh, where you place the order, and then from there, the, the items uh, are received at the property. But the, the software helps organize inventory and uh, PAR levels, et cetera. So like Dominic says, we, we do the work on the back end with the distributor. We, we load our pricing, um, and we have our, the data feed already sent to us. So it doesn't disrupt any uh, operational thing that you're doing at the property. Uh, no disruption to how you buy, or if you're thinking about a system like this, uh, there wouldn't be any large integration fee or any complicated uh, service type of, in, of integration. Uh, we're able to accommodate and work on the back end and set everything up for you guys. I just got another question that that might kind of go along um, with that one, but it's asking about what level of service um, would you be able to offer while making the switch over to using you as a GPO? Yeah, we, we pride ourselves in, in making it as, as easy as possible to, to transition, whether you're on a GPO or currently not, and you're exploring the opportunity to work with one. With one. Uh, one question that I get pretty common from uh, a lot of tribal casinos that, are, that we're speaking to is, well, I have all my direct deals. I know I've already negotiated some killer programs with manufacturers. Are you going to come and switch and, and, and change what I've done? And the answer to that is no. You know, we're, we're here to help facilitate and grow the programs that you've already built at your properties. If you have direct deals, you're able to keep them in place over there, keep managing it. And maybe over time we can compare it against our deal, but there's no mandate to switch over to us. And, you know, this management style that we have uh, that's very service oriented um, is, is what we pride ourselves on. There's, there's no long-term commitments to join uh, the buyer's edge platform. It's a 90 day opt out if you're not happy with our services. So we have to service our operators to the fullest of our capacity. And, and we do so by assigning a client manager to each and every operator we work with, have quarterly reviews, share market uh, trends, insights, like Dominic mentioned with the price of gloves. Uh, So we really try to make it very service oriented because we are in the hospitality field. 
thank you again to Tribal Valley. Thank you, Dominic, for, for speaking uh, so highly about the program. Appreciate our partnership. And hopefully if you're a casino operator out there looking to reduce costs uh, during this uh, period of time, because um, I get the feeling it's going to get pretty busy, feel free to reach out to Jason and I. Uh, we'll get together. We'll understand what you're looking for and, and put together an analysis to show you what potential financial return there would be uh, in working with us here at the Buyer's Edge platform. Thank you guys so much for coming on um, and talking today. If you have any questions or need to reach out to Santiago or Jason, um, you can and email me. You can email them directly any way you want to get a hold of them. Um, we'll be more than happy to, to connect you to see what they can do for your casino. So with that, uh, thank you to all of our panelists and thank you to everybody who attended and have a great day. You can learn more about the Buyer's Edge platform at tribalvalue.com. If you have a topic for our show or would have a story to share, please contact us at michelleb at tribalhub.com. Don't forget to subscribe and follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to never miss an episode. Connect with all of us here by searching Tribal Hub on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or visit our webpage at tribalhub.com.